Yeah, okay. All right. No banker headset I today. can put the banker headset uh, on if you want. I can be, hello, welcome to, you know, TD Ameritrade. Can I help you with your investments today? Or I can be like Ranjit from India or Pakistan. I don't know. Is that racist? <laughs> that may be, but people could see you. I don't think... It'd be different if they were just listening, I guess. can't be that racist in the opening minute of the it's show. It's a cold open. People want a little bit of shock humor. That's or true. You can There's going to be plenty of shock humor today, I or think. You can just cut it out. We'll Doesn't see. Matter. We might cu- we might cut it out. Right, am I glitching? First off. Uh, your video is not coming in very clear, but your audio is clear, and it seems to be matched up with your mouth. You can see my poncho clearly. I, I mean, you can definitely see that you're wearing a very yellow, uh, I would say... Probably banana-colored poncho, if I were being honest. Oh, I like that. Yeah, it is banana-colored, actually. Very, yeah. very Good. Thanks for noticing. Very banana. Should we get into things, or what? Well, you know, I I, uh, I think we should probably start with our, our normal, our, our banter, our back-and-forth, if you will. How's, uh, how's Our pleasantries. Our pleasantries, exactly. Our it, small talk, if you will. What's... Yeah, yeah. It It's uh, it's going. It's going. There's not a lot new. Um. Job market's hot right now. I've applied to be a drug dealer, a black market surgeon, uh, a drug runner uh, specializing in border crossings, um, and really just that's it actually right now. So we'll see if anyone gets back to me. Uh, I'm hoping to be featured in season four of Narcos, but... What if you were, like, personal trainer to Pablo Escobar, or at least the actor who played Pablo Escobar? Yeah, no, that would be... That would be legendary. It'd be pretty cool, right? Um... Could you train The Rock? Like, The Rock... No. If The Rock came to you and was like, hey, I'm looking to, you know, make this one what, muscle... What would his goal be? Right here. I want this one muscle right here to pop. It's just like one. He wants to train a muscle. Like, can you do that? Uh, he, he's probably going to YouTube it. <laughs> he's, he's probably going to use Chris Hemsworth. Or Thor. Chris Hemsworth, personal trainer, let's be honest. Yeah. Well, let's be honest. None of them actually uh, are, let's, let's call it natural. So you just need a workout regimen and a boatload of steroids. You think you think the big stars take steroids? All of them, every single one of them, for every role where they're jacked. Uh, There's no way they can get like Chris Hemsworth, maybe, but he's not that jacked all the time. Mark Wahlberg, steroids. It's not illegal in Hollywood. It, it's not illegal. Just like, but just like straight up like anabolic steroids, huh? Like some HGH or something. Yeah, they're all on, like, TR... Dude, Mark Wahlberg is, like, 60. He can't be that fucking big at 60, dude. Like, he is what? Dude, he's definitely on HGH, TRT, like, everything, dude. He is 50. He is straight still, up 50 years old. S- still. Will Ferrell you th- is 53. Yeah, Will, Fer- Will Ferrell's probably not on steroids. No, he does not. You know what I watched the other day? I watched... Semi-Pro. Ted. Watch Ted. Oh, Ted's good. That's a funny movie. Ted is good. 
Uh, I want to get the part down where he's like rattling off white trash names. That is impressive. Is it any of those with a Lynn? <laughs> Tammy Lynn. Jamie Lynn. Tammy Lynn. Jamie Lynn. <laughs> Sammy Lynn. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He. Uh, that was funny. And you know what? I really, watching it again, I thought, because I haven't seen Ted in years. I haven't seen Ted yeah. too. I saw that once. But I haven't seen Ted in probably six or seven years. And I was watching it, and I thought, am I just going to hear Peter Griffin, but in a teddy bear? And and you do and you don't, because you kind of still just get, all right, Peter Griffin. But at the same time, Ted takes on a personality of his own, the bear, and he does a pretty good job of that. That's why I like uh, like Seth MacFarlane for that reason. He's pretty fun. He's fun. He's fun. He's quite diverse. He is quite diverse. In his roles. Yeah. Oh, well, so yeah. Much, uh, much like hold, you. hold on. Uh, oh, my dog is going nuts, so I'm going to close my door real quick. I thought I heard something. I'm on doggy duty, and uh, she's barking all over the place right now. So I thought I heard something, and I kind of looked over this way, and I was like... That's weird. I, there's like no dog that can bark that thing. No, it's just my speaker. It's Macklin. It was your speaker, yeah. Um, what was the question at hand? I don't now remember. Well, we we were talking about uh, anything new with you, and then we were. I was oh, gonna yeah. say, much like you, there's not a lot new with me. Uh, I did have a final interview this week for a new position. Okay. At a different company here in town. Black so, market surgeon specializing uh, in removal of kidneys. It was actually the uh, border crossing uh, drug. Oh, unit. shoot. We're applying for the same position? We are. We are. I did not okay. realize that until you just told me, but I already had my final interview. So, um, well, you're, you're structurally more sound than me in terms of uh, how much you could carry. I don't have as much space as you, so they could actually get more drugs over the border with your frame than my frame. I would need to have a trailer, aka they, like like overalls or something. Opening me up and putting the drugs in me, or how are the drugs getting inside of me? I would assume you're not just driving a U-Haul truck across the border. I don't know. I, I don't know how they, they get inside you. They do they do they slice open you and then like just. Or do you ingest them and then throw them up? I'm not sure. I'd say we'd probably be better off just trying to fly a plane real low under radar, like into the Everglades. Okay. That makes sense. That makes sense. That's what I'd want to do more so than, and I feel like you could get a lot more drugs across that way and then just meet people. I you think know how that's they, how they used yeah. to do it. Was they used to just drop big bags of drugs into like the Everglades and people would have to go out and get them. Yeah, why don't they, you know how they have like drones, right? Or like unmanned planes? Why can't they have yeah. an unmanned boat? That would be legendary. Sure, they probably could. I saw the other day on Reddit, the very first time a manned plane, a manned aircraft has been refueled by an unmanned aircraft. So there was an unmanned aircraft up in the air, a drone, and it had this little, you know, funnel or whatever that went off of it. And then the, the fighter jet pulled up behind it, stuck its little nose thing in there, and it refueled. 
And I thought, as I was watching that video, the fighter jet was kind of doing this the whole time. You know, it was kind of just, you know, it was flying. It was a plane. It was in the air. It was being buffeted a little by air currents. You know what that unmanned fucking jet was doing? What's that? Perfectly straight. It wow. wasn't moving. Nothing. It was flying amazingly. And I was like, wow, that, how, how is that possible? These two planes are flying in the exact same airspace, but the machine controlled one is just perfect. The steady. Way. Hmm. Super steady. And I'm like, that really tells you there's a lot of human error involved in anything we do. Driving. I mean, they, they say that uh, unmanned cars like Teslas and stuff like that are far and away safer than any human driving. I think Tesla has enough data now that they have six fatalities per like one million miles driven, something like that. Mm -hmm. Excuse me. You know how many fatalities humans have for like 100 or 1 million miles driven? It's like no clue. 50. Wow. There's like 50 fatalities. They're like eight times safer than humans driving. Huh. But interesting. I don't know. It's crazy. The, the, the numbers guy bringing the stats. I'm not surprised. This early in the episode, okay. you've already got my brain scrambled like an egg. What can I say? What can <laughs> I say? It's, uh, I, needless to say, self-driving cars are, in general, far and away safer than any human behind the wheel. Right. Cars don't get tired. They don't get drunk. They aren't distracted. They don't get hung over. Cars are just, their one goal is to drive. So, so when we watched the movie iRobot uh, circa 2003 and we saw Will Smith just sitting in the driver's seat texting or calling on the phone or whatever while he was driving, uh, we were like, oh, man, that's so stupid. That's never going to happen. Fast forward 17 years and here we are. Here we are. If you think Where about it, 17 years isn't that long to develop that technology. I would agree. I mean, I in retrospect, like 2003, they thought they were like projecting the 20, 20, like 2300s or something. You know, they they were projecting yeah, like. At the very least, the 22nd century. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they were like projecting way far ahead and fast forward only 17 years and we're pretty much there. I mean, that's pretty I'm impressive. I'm waiting for the first like robot type deal like they have an iRobot because if you've seen some of those Boston Dynamics robots yeah those are crazy <laughs> that are doing like the somersaults and the flips and running up yeah that'll be and awesome that dog have you that seen would be really awesome if the dog the did the dishes with the little claw attached to the back of it that just like does the dishes just like that <laughs> your, <laughs> your tribe is spoken like, if I could get a dog that does the dishes and cleans my house Macklin, you're out, bud. Yeah, you're correct. Yeah, seriously. Probst. Put out yeah, your the weirdest last name in the history of Hollywood. Of I'm pretty sure that's Jeff Probst. Probost. 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 Hey, are you looking for a job, Probst? by the way? Speaking of TV hosts, sure. Chris Harrison's out as the host of The Bachelor. Um, he, uh, I'm all Guess how much they settled on for a settlement, a severance package. I saw that. Oh yeah, yeah. He was racist. He was racist to the one and only black bachelorette there. There was. What? what I don't want to get into specifics, what, what but that's the that? That agenda they're pushing. Okay. 
No, they're the studio NBC and, is paying him. Because so they're trying to term they're trying to is terminate he him. Them or are they paying him? Uh, and he said they're ending Why? his contract he and he said he was going to reveal a bunch of secrets if they didn't settle outside of court. Yeah, oh, yeah, they were playing some hardball. Contract or something. That was an adorable guess. Fifty million five zero. Gotcha. Okay, okay, okay. I feel it. Uh, I don't know. Fifty Ten, million dollars. Fifteen um, million. I would gladly be the host of The Bachelor for, I don't know, maybe a decade even. Uh, and if they wanted to give me fifty million not to come back, I would say, you know what? I don't want to come back. Fifty million sounds great. So I think basically what I'm getting at is I'm applying to be the host of The Bachelor, so. No kidding. That would be nice. Well, we're going to have would... to co-host with, I believe they're choosing oh, yeah. between David Spade. No, 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 no. Hear me out. Um, what if we co-host? <laughs> that would be pretty funny. We would be a good trio. Uh, you, me, and David Spade sounds like a movie also. So we could spin that off into a movie produced by Adam you, me, Sandler. And David Spade? It would That'd be, be a Happy fun. Madison production. <laughs> oh my god, did we just write our own movie? We could do a spin-off. Oh yes! Just cause. I love all. All this. right, yeah, we did. I think we did. Can we get Dolph Lundgren oh, yeah. too? Just cause. Okay. Uh, actually, okay. always, always sunny. Already wrote a movie for us, uh, starring <laughs> Dolph Lundgren. So that that's why I say we need to get him. You know what? I don't. Um, I'm not even picking oh, sides. To we'll our go with truly soon to be sponsors. It's right, it's summertime. I got but the peach tea. Truly, if you want to sponsor us, uh, that would be cool. Or <laughs> oh, truly you know what, too. Truly? We don't care. Slide will... into the DMs. I yeah. will stop drinking this swill as soon as one of you sponsors. You know what? It, I, I don't if, even care about money. What have we said before? Free product, man. Free product ever. But if truly sponsors us yeah. first, it's I will not never an expensive sponsorship if you really think about it. Yeah. Free yeah. product? But That's speaking of need. sponsors, We're not uh, make sure you guys go to drift.co and check no, out Drift no, no, no. Goods. It's very All their smell good. I don't even. Is that official? Smell good essentials? Is that what they want to go with? Okay. Your smell good essentials. You can take that for your next campaign. Uh, drift goods. Swing on over to drift.co. Absolutely. You find one for your car, you for your house, drift.co. wherever. Use the code BST15. We're gonna have to update that password or that promo code, by the way. BST15 for now. Get 15% off your entire purchase. So, drift.co. Go. I know. I know. We're gonna have to change. Smell good essentials. So. Uh, I don't know if you happen to notice that I'm wearing a yellow poncho uh, for tonight's recording. You smell good essentials. I am recording indoors and not outdoors, as it may appear with my poncho. Uh, but the reason for that, I, I did notice is that your your <laughs> the reason for the poncho, well. the yellow banana suit, if you will, uh, it's kind of an Easter egg. It's a teaser for really Monday's upcoming episode of All the Best Things, where I sat down and spoke with the owner of the Savannah Bananas. 
and we had a good conver the savannah bananas we had a good conversation uh it was fun it was cool to get to know him and hear his story and hear what he's doing to change the game to revolutionize the game of baseball the bananas. so gonna have to check that out on our podcast network what's it called do you remember what it's called since it's pretty new what's wrong with us podcast network you search that anywhere that you listen to podcasts and you'll you'll find it it's my understanding though that apple Podcasts what's has done some weird some weird stuff to their interface and people don't like it anymore so maybe if you are like losing it out on all your favorite podcasts maybe you can add us to your rotation maybe you're like oh you know what i need something new because it's so hard to search these other things right maybe you just add us add us into the rotation we are the flavor of the month i think this month yeah i forgot to mention drift.co cabana cabana is the flavor of the month so check that the out join the, the flavor month. of the month club because that's what i'm a member of and it's awesome it's like a christmas present once a month every month of the year but yeah the savannah bananas owner uh he's a cool guy he's a cool guy the yellow tux man um yeah so monday that'll be available for everyone to hear this episode will be available Friday, though. You're listening to it on Friday. Yeah, exactly. Friday. Gonna get down on Friday. Oh, well, sneak peek. Yeah, so, you know, seeing that we're the bullshitters, I guess I say the bullshitters, we are All right, well, shall we we get into today's topic? Yeah, okay. We are bullshitters. I just said it three times. The? Why do you say yeah. the or the? Why? Do, when does that differ? But I think, I think it's, Is it like envelope, it's envelope? Are, but it's also our brand, so that would make us the bullshitters. We are the people... But it's very clearly spelled envelope. They're... Those are both the same word. Ooh, I say and, but I know it's spelled on. Are both the same word. It's, it's not even. Uh, I guess it is on. It's definitely wash. Only if you're from that side of the mighty Mississippi is it wash. Definitely creek. How do you spell it? <laughs> Have you seen that commercial? Is it? Is Have it you crick seen that commercial that's progressive and they're trying to sound out quinoa? Kinanu. Kuna or kuna. <laughs> they're trying to sound out quinoa. It's literally spelt on a whiteboard and they're like, what is this word? And the wife or the the lady's like, Keanu. <laughs> <laughs> I have not seen that. <laughs> yeah, quinoa. Yeah. She said Keanu. <laughs> yeah, you got it. Shoot, dude, you should be in the Scripps National Spelling Bee. Isn't it spelled Quinoa? You'd probably destroy every 12-year-old in that (laughs) I I should not. Could you use it in a sentence, please? (laughs) I I think I could only destroy maybe the 8-year-old. After 8, I think. And then we'll get into our topic of the day. Let's let's look up what the like. Hey, shout out Danny. Final Hard at work. Work the intern the is doing work uh, as we speak. 
you know, he's so selfless. He never gets the shout out on the pod yet. He is here most every every day being our, our research and he, development he department. It's, it's outstanding work. the effort that he puts in on a daily basis. Now, is this a slew S-L-O-U-G-H or S-L-E-W? Okay, so I tell you what. Here a are of just words. A, a slew of words it's for a, seven to so eight. So it's a sloth of, of words. I think it's an O-U-G-H. I think it's an O-U-G-H. Yeah, sloth. Uh, I think you should be able use it to in a sentence, please. Uh, whale. <laughs> Did you just make oh, that, oh, okay. I see that sentence? <laughs> w h a l e was whale. wailing quite loudly when it got shot with a harpoon. I did 100 whale. <laughs> that is correct. All right, that was that that was about the best one I could find. Uh, there was all that would be a shitty situation if they didn't know how to answer between answer right how to spell whale. Not, that would be a shitty. I don't know, they were all pretty easy. So seven to eight year olds are dumb. I could beat them at spelling me. Uh, <laughs> and whaling, the act of whaling. Uh. Well, speaking of shitty situations, uh, that is actually our topic for today's podcast. We're going to discuss some shitty situations we've been Mm -hmm. in. I've been working on that transition for moments now. I'll say moments, not months, not years, but just moments. Um, So yeah, we are getting into and discussing the shittiest situations uh, we found ourselves in whether it's a uh, you know maybe it's a scary moment maybe it's a, a terrible job we've had in the past maybe it's uh you know maybe it's a weird thing to do with car problems or anything like that you know everything's on the table when it comes to shitty situations so Dan is back now and what's let's let's let you kick it off let's let you uh, discuss your first shitty situation you've you've remembered i am back tee it up for us uh a a real shitty situation for me uh it it really sticks out in my mind i don't know if it was a defining moment per se but i was about Uh i want to say i was 15 or 16 I was through driver's ed. I had just finished driver's ed and I got my permit, right? My learner's permit. And I was driving with my dad in the car mm-hmm. and on the test to get the learner's permit, I didn't miss any, you know, any questions, whether it was on the written test or the actual like, hey, what did you learn in driver's ed driving test? I thought I was the best driver ever. First day I'm driving, my dad's in the passenger seat, probably 15 and a half, 16. I'm going way too fast, coming up to a turn, and I have to take my right, and instead of just (laughs) slowing down, which is what I should have done, you know, pretty rapidly, I would have had to brake quite a bit, but I could have done it. I instead cut the corner short, 
and I blew out the front right tire on our van this time. It completely blew on us, and my dad, being the very, very patient, kind, gentle soul that he is, goes, well, I guess we're going to learn how to change a tire today. <laughs> and so I pull the van up along the side of the road. We both jump out and uh, we go look, you know, in a, in a van, the tire's usually in the back somewhere. And in ours, it was underneath the car, you know, behind the bumper. So we both stick our heads under there and we go, hmm, there's no tire there. <laughs> and so we're like, what do we oh, do? We shoot, don't have we a didn't spare. Think of that. So we called the tow truck. The tow truck driver comes up <laughs> and he goes, what's the matter? You go, yeah, I got a flat tire. And he goes, you don't have a spare? And we're like, no, we don't have a spare. That's why we called you. Yeah, seriously. What? Oh, my gosh. A spare, of we, course. We and told so you goes, that we didn't have a spare. He has the audacity to go and look under the van. And he goes, huh, you guys really don't have a spare. Thank you. We knew that. We wouldn't have called you otherwise. Yeah. You didn't trust us? So he tows us down to the, you know, to the tire shop and we get a new tire. It was like 80 bucks. It wasn't that much. But uh, anyway, well, it was more actually. It was probably about $200, but that's because they had to get a brand new spare, a brand new wheel, and a brand new mechanism to hold the spare up. Because as it turns out, the mechanism that held the spare oh. rotted out completely and the tire just fell out from under us at some point. We have no idea when. So, anyway, that was a... a well, it could have been your fault, situation. too. You could have no been driving when the thing rotted like out from under your band, too. $200 worth of tires. But to be fair, only $80 of that was my fault. You, maybe you did. Maybe you hit a speed bump too fast or something. It just flew off. <laughs> No, but that, I'm just... I didn't cause that. Okay. All right. Whatever. I see. But hey. Jake, I didn't cause that. <laughs> Stop trying to blame this on me. It's I Dodge's fault. Dodge the sucks. Mopar Dodge family terrible. of vehicles. Unless Dodge wants to sponsor us, in which case, I love Dodge. Oh Dodge is gosh. the best. I've only ever, I've only ever driven... Challengers, Chargers, You want to be a total bro? Trucks. You want a bro, Ram? Maybe a Ram. I would take a Ram. I would take a jacked <laughs> up, like, Ram 25. There you go. Flare. I like it. I like it. Oh. If they want to give okay. it to me, they could give me right. a 20-year-old Ram. Yeah, so I similar, similar. Ram uh, we, my parents, and myself. So, so. Uh, my parents was, were working for these people, shitty situation. and uh, these what people got? had a lake house. And these people invited us out one day, and I never went out there. But then I decided to go with my parents one day. I was probably like, maybe like 13, 14? Yeah, probably like 14. And uh, go out to the lake house. Their house is under construction. It's like just being built. And... Uh, it's so like, this is kind of weird. I guess we have to stay outside because there's workers and stuff around. So that's that's strange. Uh, but yeah, we get outside, you know, and they have a dock out into the lake. And I'm like, sweet, man. They got a boat. They got some jet skis. It was cool. They had one stand-up jet ski, one wave runner, sit-down jet ski. And then the boat. And 
You know, it was just me. I don't know if my sister was there or not. I don't think so. But uh, they're like, oh, yeah, you know, we're going to talk to your parents. But uh, go ahead and take the jet ski out. And I was like, hell yeah. You don't have to tell you don't have to tell me twice. So as a 14, 14, yeah, 14 year old, I'm like, throw me the key. I'm going Miami Vice on this bitch. Right. So <laughs> grab the key, jump on it. You know, back up. You got to go slow. There's a no wake zone as you leave in the the houses, and then once you get in the middle of the lake, full throttle, and it's like, you know, like full throttle. Not that loud. It was, you know, more like a boat, less like a dirt bike, but you know, full throttle. I felt I was going fast. My hair was blowing. You know, sun's beating down on you, but it's fun because you're just ripping around on a jet ski. I was probably out for, I want to say maybe an hour. 45 minutes to an hour and i was basically just doing laps like you know and uh i don't know i think they waved me in or something from the dock i didn't go that far away but i could still see the dock and uh i think they maybe waved me in or something and uh, i was coming in and i don't know how to pronounce this word but i'm gonna say it unbeknownst to me uh when you turn the power off of a jet ski you can't turn and i was going really slow pulling up to the dock and the wave started carrying me away a little bit well i had already turned the engine off and i was like oh shoot i could just turn the handlebars well you can't when the power's off on a jet ski the w- <laughs> the wind got a hold of me and literally slammed these people's jet ski into another dock and i was on like in the water trying to push the jet ski away from the dock (laughs) and obviously it's heavier than i am and i couldn't touch the ground because i'm an idiot i'm like oh i'll just jump in and like push this jet ski because i'm what dude it slammed it slammed this jet ski into the dock and they're like carbon fiber i think they're like something it's very easily breakable and it slams it into the dock and the whole the front opens yeah, up sure. to where they can store stuff like life jackets and stuff like that. <laughs> it broke like that whole lid off. Yeah. And I was like, oh, yikes, dude. Oh, rough. And the owners came down to the dock and they were like, oh, no. Yeah, like that, you know, that's okay. That's okay. And, uh, <laughs> um, well, that was the last time I rode their jet ski. Yeah um it was it was a shitty situation because i had to crawl out of the water onto the dock with a broken ass jet ski sitting there and the owner of it like had the handlebars and he had to like walk it around the dock and put it like tie it up on the buoy and uh it was just the shame monster took over and uh, the shame what's the guy in the in big mouth the shame wizard yeah was hovering over my shoulder and uh the shame lizard <laughs> yeah but the shame wizard was hanging over my shoulder mm, shame you shouldn't have done that one. well i didn't know that if you turn the power off or you can't do anything it's, it's basically lizard. a floating rock yeah. well don't don't ever turn the power off while you're still sitting on it because you can't do anything yeah 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 because i thought Oh, I'll That's just coast it in and you can still steer it a little bit. You know, I won't be able to give it throttle, but 
Don't turn it off until it's parked. Until it's parked. Right. Well, and that's what I did. Yeah, growing up, I rode like dirt bikes and stuff. So I'm like, I would have oh, made that be the same as a dirt bike. Because not at all. You because do that on a motorcycle. Because the it's not even gears. It's time. like I'll kill it. It's jet driven by a jet ski, and it bike. has to suck water through for the mechanics to work. So when you kill the engine, nothing works. That's what I would There's literally no power to anything. But um, yeah. Needless to say, um, I never rode their jet ski ever again. So. It is what it is. In in Coeur d'Alene, it's stupid expensive, but there's like third parties that will haul it to a lake nearby for you. We you know, there's it. a couple. Let's yeah, they're to they'll rent like lease or rent it to you for the day, and then you can tow it up yourself if you want. If you know how to launch boats and stuff, we should do it. So we could go up to like all right. I think I think they do like four, which is half a day, four Wait, hours or eight hours. Well, we should absolutely do that. My yeah. thing is, how yeah. long Easily. reasonably do you want to be on a jet ski? Like, if we rented them for six hours, that'd be more than enough. Yeah, or eight. So you could do four. You it would be it, really easy to launch there, at Hayden Lake you, at like you Honeysuckle. Know, Half hour to get and it up would, there. And they would haul it right it, up there for you. They would tow it up so park park. you don't have to mess with backing up the skis. trailer or anything. I mean, that should be more than enough for four people. We should we should do it sometime. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, we could go easily. I think for a full day, a boat for eight hours is like a thousand bucks. So I don't know how much a jet ski is. Yeah, that'd be nice. Oh, that'd be fun. We should do that. I've never ridden a jet ski. I'm like, fun. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. I don't know. That would be sweet. That's a lot. Hopefully yeah. a jet ski, you know, you probably get yeah. for maybe 200 bucks, 300 bucks. Yeah, but it would be fun as hell. It'd be super between, sweet. Between four so, people, you know, 600 sometimes. bucks. But yeah, that's my uh, first fun, shitty situation you know, I found myself in. Like I said, I was like 14. It's like, it's a full commit. Little did I know. They didn't even give me a rundown. They were just like, all right, dude, this is the throttle and there's no brake. So... It was kind of, it was iffy. Well, there's not brakes. You literally just let off the gas and it stops. No brakes. Are you Good looking luck. up like, uh, just, uh, shout out, uh, like KJ Water Sports? Uh, all right. 500 hmm. bucks a day. Interesting. 350 a day. 475. Oh. Okay. Yeah, it's called Get My okay. Boat. I don't know what it is. I don't know how much they uh, are, but they're right there. Some, some rental. It's it's Hayden Lake Paddleboard and Jet Ski. Yeah, okay. Rentals, but it takes you to the Get My Boat website. But here's KJ. Uh, Coeur Boat Rentals. Yeah, it says from 140 bucks. For a oh, day. there you go. Like yeah. Ski. Yeah, it says two hours uh, is 140 bucks per jet yeah, ski. Same. Yeah, Three same. hours is 175. All right. Four hours. Shitty is situation bucks. number two. So what have for 400 what bucks? What say you? know, we you? Can get two jets. Go for it. What's number two? You, me, and the ladies, or you, me, and the dog, whichever way. 
Same. unpleasant situation. What? What say you? Oh, I don't know. I've been in lots of. Um. Uh, I don't really have one teed yeah. up. I guess another Overall, shitty situation. Uh, again, situation. involves a vehicle. Uh, not a jet ski this time. But let me, let me think. If I used to work up, uh, when I went it. to one year of school in Spokane after high school. I used to work downtown. Uh, but one of my jobs was out in sunny shithole, as you call it, Suncrest. And one of my jobs was downtown. Well, I worked both jobs at the same time because the job downtown Spokane was at the newspaper. And I would work like after the football teams and stuff played on Friday nights and things like that. And I'd be the one that would talk to the coaches, draw up the box score, send that over to the editor, and then they'd send it to print. So I worked at the gym. And then I would go straight to downtown. But then I lived in Airway Heights. So, I drove from the gym, yeah, I drove from the gym out in Suncrest, drove downtown Spokane, I worked until like 11.30, because they sent print just before midnight, so, uh, worked till like 11.30, then was driving back out towards Airway Heights, towards the airport and stuff, but I took this back road, um, because it's like a straight shot from Riverside Avenue, which is where the newspaper building's at, all the way out to Airway Heights by the airport. And then I decided, I was like, oh, man, instead of going out there, I'm going to go to a friend's house. So I took another little, like, back road cut through and was driving. And again, it's like midnight. And I was driving, driving, driving. It was probably in the little Mazda truck. Yeah, in the little Mazda pickup. And it was probably, like, February. I want to say it was, like, February. And I'm driving, driving, driving. And... I'm kind of going through this like back road, like backwoods road. Is this in your little two lane road, zigzagging through the woods, and I'm going the speed limit. I was actually going under the speed limit by about five miles an hour. I specifically remember, but as I'm coming around this corner, is a right hand turn, just ever so slightly right hand turn. There was no snow on the ground, but there was a patch of ice, and I hit this patch of ice going about 35, maybe 40, and it was 45 on the road. Hit this patch of ice. My rear end slid to the left. So what did I do? I cranked the wheel to the left. You're supposed to turn into your skid, right? Well, I overcorrected. And it spun the truck all the way around. It did like a 270. Not quite a 360, but like a 270. Well, as yeah. I was about to do the 360, the ass end of the yeah. truck hit a hillside. Yeah. And then that immediately stopped me from spinning and it tipped me over onto my side of my truck. And I'm like, oh shit, like it's midnight on like a Tuesday night. I mean, it was the middle of the week. It was like Tuesday night. And I'm like, I had my cell. Yeah, yeah, I had my cell phone. And, uh, but I could tell, I could paint the picture for you right now in my truck. At the time, I had CDs, you know, those like CD holders that would hold like 15 CDs. You had had two of those things. Well, they flew up, hit the roof of the truck. It ripped my rear view mirror off the ceiling, broke out the driver. Yeah, driver's side door, because that's the side it tipped to. It broke out that window, broke the mirror off the side of the truck, and it's sitting on its side like this. So these are the tires. It's sitting on its side. I had to crawl out of the passenger side door. Mm Like, flip the door up, crawl out of it, and I'm, like, freaking out. I'm, like, Jesus, dude, it's midnight. Who am I going to call? So I was, like, you know what? 
bite the bullet jake yeah. call your dad call your dad and uh yeah i i, I, I couldn't get a hold of him because it's midnight so i'm like shit these two guys come driving up at midnight down this back ass road and i'm like dude i'm either gonna ah. get some really good help here some really good drugs here or i'm gonna get left for dead face down in a ditch that's kind of the situation right these two guys drive up <laughs> they drive up and they and they kind of stop and they're like hey man you want some help you look you look like you need some help my truck's sitting on its side yeah not on its wheels. Yeah, good, man, that'd be good uh, if you help me. That'd be really cool. They get out <laughs> of their car. They park their car in the middle of this road. Get out. We're like sitting there rocking the truck trying to get it to flip over. Well, and then <laughs> we both, or we all three just grab the edge of the bed and like pull kind of towards us, which was stupid, but we got it moving enough to actually kind of tip over, land back on its wheels. And then I had to get in enough to, yeah. I had to start the truck and luckily it started. I started it and pulled it off the road. Cause I was like right in the middle of the road. Yeah. Well, uh, I finally called my dad. These guys leave. They're like, Hey man, as they're driving away, Hey man, the cops are going to give you a ticket for being in an accident. And I was like, what the hell dude? Like I was by myself. There was no one else involved. Like if I get it figured out, why are they going to even be mad about it? Oh, I did damage to their dirt hill. Like, so I get a hold of my dad. He's like, what? What happened? Like, you got in a rollover accident? And I'm like, well, it didn't technically roll over. I just sure. halfway tipped over. I tipped over. <laughs> I tipped over. And uh, the, he showed up, you know, like half an hour later. He and my mom actually showed up. They both showed up. And I was like, oh, shit. Mom's going to be mad. Roll. At this, or, I swear or, to you, the timing couldn't have been any right. more imperfect because as they pulled up, the freaking sheriff, the sheriff pulled up at the same time and flipped his lights on. And I'm like, dude, it's freaking one in the morning. Why are your lights and sirens on? Like, get out of here. Well, he walks up to me and he goes, huh? And now the truck is on its <laughs> wheels. It's sitting correctly. <laughs> And he comes up to me and he goes, are you the driver of this vehicle? And I was like, "Yeah." well, no, Santa Claus is like, yeah, I drove this. And uh, uh, he no. noticed the broken glass in the road. And he goes, were you driving just a little bit too fast for the road? And I, I was like, no, I promise I was going <laughs> like five miles, maybe 10 miles under because it was a back road, like no street lights, no nothing. And I was like, I was more scared of deer than anything. But um, he was like, well, you know, just so you know, uh, if there's more than $700 in damage, you have to report it to the county. And then sure. we uh, have to do like an incident report type thing. And I was like, what? Why? It's a single vehicle like accident. I got it. I'm like, my parents are right here. They're pulling up as we speak. They're helping me out. And this guy was on my ass. And I'm like 19, 20 years old maybe. And he's on my ass. And I'm like, dude, what is like, what is your deal? I'm sorry that you're a sheriff on the midnight shitty back road beat. But that was your choice, man. <laughs> sorry this is the most entertainment you've had in six months. Yeah. But my, But my dad 
walked up and was like, Hey, you know, we've got this under control. I'm sorry for the inconvenience. You know, can you, he's never been in an accident before. Seriously. You can run his driving records or whatever. He's never, that's why he, he doesn't, had at the time I didn't have any speeding tickets or anything. He's like, he's never had any moving violations. Can we just let this one go? And the cop was like, I don't know if I can. There's clearly more than $700 in damage. We're going to have to report this as a single car accident, incident report, fill this out. You know, I'll be the supervising cop. At this point, it's like one in the morning. My mom beelines for this cop and is just like, are you freaking kidding me? He never done it. And she started going off. Like, you never had any movie violation. You never done anything. Blah, 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 blah. Was it? You could, they, he wanted to do a field sobriety test with me because he thought I was drunk. Uh, he was like, well, I'm going to have to administer a field sobriety test and include that in the incident report and blah, 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 blah. And my mom was like, freak. I've never seen her so mad in my entire life. And, uh, basically to wrap up the story, I got off, didn't get any tickets, nothing like that. The cop was like, okay, next time, if I see this vehicle again, basically, um, doing anything out of the ordinary, just know that you're a hundred percent getting a ticket. And I was like, yeah, yeah, whatever. Thanks, man. <laughs> Keep in mind the truck freaking has a broken window. The rear view mirror is ripped off the ceiling. The door is all scratched up. The fender, the back fender of the bed where it hit the hillside is like NASCAR dented in, like smashed. Uh, it's like folded up under the bed of the truck. And, uh, my dad freaking drove yeah. it home in like February on the highway back out, back out to Suncrest, dude. He drove it probably like, he drove it probably 30 minute. It was a 30 minute drive probably from where I was. Dude. Holy shit. Dude, they were so pissed. And at the time my I mom was working at a gym, home. but on the other half of the gym, there was a physical therapist there. And she made me go in and do all these like concussion tests and like, I, I would have made oh, you, you know, see if his, like, you know, if he's got home. lost mobility in the neck or anything like that. You know, did he, did he get any concussions? Well, this was prior to this was prior. This may have been my first concussion, but I went in, did he was a like a concussion specialist or whatever, and did the test, passed it. I didn't have a single bruise on my body. I didn't like I could turn my neck. I wasn't sore anywhere. And my mom was just like, how the hell did you tip over a vehicle and not get sore at all? And I was just like, I, that's just proof that I'm literally the most relaxed person in the history of <laughs> relaxed. Cause I was like, damn you, Ricky Bobby. <laughs> I spun like, yeah. Yeah. It basically, the hills. It the was, hillside just stopped me from spinning. Yeah, it didn't I was really, say, I it didn't really it like, I didn't slide it that into the hillside. overly jarring of an accident. You know what I mean? Like, it didn't smash in my passenger or anything like that. Like, it literally like just this. hit the back quarter and then panel. Eventually just hit dented that, like, folded that up over. and under. You'd be like, and then ripped. I've I, never I seen a rear view mirror ripped side? off from the ceiling before. It, like, ripped the ceiling, yeah. or the, yeah, the ceiling, like, upholstery and stuff like that. Sure. Broke out the driver door, but... Uh, luckily, uh, no injuries, no tickets, no moving violations, yeah. nothing like that. So although it was a shitty situation in the moment, hindsight being 2020, 
it ended up being not the worst situation ever. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yes. Okay. All right. Not, not so bad. So I have so I have one shitty <laughs> situation that I'm gonna tell from my personal life, and then I think we have one shitty situation that we've been in together. And it's probably a pretty good one that we can kind of tell in conjunction. Good story. So we'll we'll teaser there for the audience in ten minutes after I get done telling this one. So I was I was eight uh, I wasn't eighteen yet. I was seventeen years old. I was in my senior year of high school. I, uh, it was right before winter break. So it had to be probably, I don't know, early December, maybe the first week of December. We got a little bit of an unexpected snowstorm. Hadn't snowed yet. We had Thanksgiving and everything, no snow. So unexpected snowstorm, the tires aren't on the van. The same van, I will remind you, that I popped the tire on and the spare tire was gone from. This van was a piece of shit. It was a 1995 Dodge Grand Caravan. It was garbage. Anyway, real bald tires because I didn't take care of it and it was kind of my van. Uh, I drive to school that morning. Unexpected snow, probably three, four inches. Nothing crazy. So I, my mom's real worried. She says, drive safe, get into school. So I, I drive to school. Get on the freeway, no snow, roads are clear, great. Get off the freeway, get downtown. I'm one block from school. I'm like, this was easy, no problem at all. I'm at the stoplight. Stoplight turns green, I go to go. Just tires spinning. I'm like, come on, I'm a block away from school. Roads aren't clear anymore now, my They were clear on the highway, but they were not clear in the city. So I'm spinning, I'm spinning. Finally, finally, after about 10 seconds of sitting at a green light with cars behind me, I finally get a little bit of traction. My van starts moving. I'm creeping forward. I'm like, yes, I'm going to make it to school. I, I Literally, I'm one block away from the street I turn on to park. I'm moving. I'm just barely creeping forward. I go to turn right. I hit the signal. Step on the brakes a little bit. Tires lock up on me. They just straight lock up, and I'm <laughs> skidding. I'm just skidding now, and I try and turn right, nothing. I try and turn left, not, like I'm only going like <laughs> seven miles an hour. It is the world's slowest car crash. It was, it was terrible, but it was a, it was literally a slow motion car crash. Where if 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 this right here is what I hit, it's just me. And I'm turning the wheel and turning and nothing. And what I hit was a stop sign. I hit the stop sign because I drifted lazily to the right. Hit the stop sign. There was a small concrete barrier behind it. I hit the barrier. It stopped me no problem. I throw the car in reverse. I manage to get a little traction. I back out. I go find my spot. I can literally see the stop sign I just hit. <laughs> That's how close I Cause it's we don't we didn't have parking lines it was all street parking. So I call my mom. I got I get on my cell phone. I call home. I'm like, mom. And she goes, did you make it to school? I was like, yeah, I'm fine. Everything's fine. I'm at school. I'm sitting in the parking lot. 
I hit a stop sign. And she goes, and my mom, being one of the most honest women I have, one of the most honest people I have ever met, very intelligent, kind, compassionate, caring, but just honest to a fault, to the point where she was very, very smart. And so anytime you get a check at a restaurant, she would go through the entire check. And if she noticed that they left a soda off, she would tell them, hey, you left this soda off. We owe you an extra $2. And then they would correct it. Like most people, if you leave a soda off, like, all right, great. You left it. Who cares? I'll just throw two more bucks in your tip and the server gets it instead of the restaurant. Like, good for you. But anyway, the first question she asks me when I say I made it to school, but I hit a stop sign. She goes, did anybody see you? I was like, mom, yes, probably about four people in the crosswalk and the one car behind me. So she goes, all right, let me talk to your dad. She talks to dad. He calls one of his buddies at work who used to be a cop. He was like, no big deal. It happens all the time, especially on snow days like this. Call this number. You know, they'll send a crew out to fix the sign. I went into class, you know, and then they say, Sure. They were telling my parents, they go, but just so you know, like, if it's determined that it, this could have been avoided or whatever, like, he's going to get a ticket. And we were like, nobody's hurt. All that's down is one stop sign that costs, you know, the city maybe at city cost, maybe a hundred bucks to repair, like, to pay the crew and the materials and whatever. Like, it, this is not a big deal. And so it was, anyway. Oh, but, great. And I didn't end up getting a ticket, fortunately. When I came out, I had a final that day. When I came out, the stop sign was already back up and it had snowed enough that you couldn't even see that anything had happened. Like, and my van, perfectly fine. Took it like a champ. You couldn't even tell it ran over a stop sign earlier. But I wish that was the end of the story. It's not. It gets better. I'm in my midterm uh, for history. It was government at the time. I'm a senior in high school. I'm in my midterm. My buddy Casey is in the class with me. And he's not there. And so I text him. I'm like, dude, where are you? And he goes, I'm on my way. My mom's driving me to school. I'm like, why is your mom driving? You drive yourself every single day. And he goes, it's a long story. I'll tell you about it later. And I was like, dude, what happened? Like, is everything okay? And he goes, I hit a stop sign. And I was on the floor in the back of my government class laughing. Hey, Google, stop. I don't know what just happened with Google, but I was dying laughing. And my, hey, Google, stop. What's happening right now? My, my government teacher even came back and he was like, because he knew I was texting Casey. And he goes, is Casey on his way? And I go, yeah, he'll be here. He, he, you know, mm-hmm. he got a car accident, but he's fine. I talked to Casey and his was even better than mine before he even got out mm-hmm. of his neighborhood. He was making a right turn. He drives a BMW, a 3 Series, maybe a 2008, you know. No, it was probably a 2004, because, excuse me, it was only 2011 at the time. So it was was somewhat new, you know, seven, eight years old. Nice BMW, 3 Series, but they're rear-wheel drive, as you know. Yeah. So he's turning this corner, going right, coming out of his neighborhood, maybe running a little late to get to his final, a little too heavy on the gas. His rear end kicks out from behind him, it slides up onto the curb, hits a stop sign with his rear driver's side passenger door, or, or, or his rear driver's side door, not passenger. And it messes up 
the door, it messes up his his like transmission, it messed up <laughs> his rear axle, it messed up everything. His airbags in the car went off. So overall, the damage, because they of course had to take it to a body shop. Overall, they should have totaled the car. <laughs> how much it cost. Oh repairs. no. It was like eight. I think I have a feeling and of course uh, of the story that you're about to uh, dive into with the both of us. And they got the whole car fixed, but they sh- like they should have totaled it. And I was like, dude, I hit a stop sign the same day. My van didn't even notice. How about you? Like, you tee it up. You, you pick a nice and then car. We'll, uh, we'll kind of we'll jive off of each other. Uh, I think you ought to have a feeling about this because this was a hell of a story. I'll paint the picture. I'll, yep. I'll paint the picture here. So, we, and when I say we, it's myself, my girlfriend at the time, Jake, and his now wife, are all on a trip up to Canada to do an adventure race. Those medals that you can see in the top right hand of Jake's <laughs> screen, we got those medals at the same race. Anyway, we go up to, where were we? Calgary? Yeah, we were in Calgary. Stayed a couple nights, we did the adventure race, we saw the city, had a great time. The the I think for some reason we scheduled it weird, but our, our adventure race was on the day that we were leaving. Like that was our last activity. So we do the adventure race, like four miles, 20 some odd obstacles, 20, 30. You know, it, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot more fun than I expected it to be. Ikea is a great time, we have some beer. Store. We're done by one or two. We get in the car. We're supposed to go to like a little luge thing or something. I don't remember. It was kind of cool. And then, but we decided to stop at Ikea instead. Stopped at Ikea, you know, had fun just running around. I mean, I would have rather done the luge, but the girls enjoyed Ikea. So, oh, it was. It was not fun. But we stayed in there way too long. And by the time we got out, it was probably like five, six o'clock. I can't remember. It was around there. Because we had yeah. maybe, I don't know, like a four-hour drive back to Coeur It wasn't crazy, but it was pretty long. It might have been a five-hour drive. Anyway, so we're in the car, like five, six o'clock. We start driving. We go by that whole city, you remember, that was crushed by that landslide? Like, they had those huge, huge boulders. It was a cool city. We're driving, and then it gets it gets dark on. And it's, we're driving in the dark. And for some reason it took us, I think we stopped for dinner or something because it took us a little bit longer, but it's like, I don't know, 11 o'clock, something like that. And we've just gotten over the border. We're coming back into Idaho. And I mean, that stretch between, you know, the Coeur d'Alene or not the Coeur d'Alene, the, the Idaho Canada border mm-hmm. and Coeur d'Alene is like 120 miles of just some of the most deer filled road you have ever seen and so we're we're just joking about it you know talking about it kind of oh you know my grandpa does this to ward off deer you know some people have bull you know bull bars or whatever they are deer bars stuff like that talking about all this stuff finally it's like 11 30 the ladies kind of fall asleep in the back seat we're almost i mean we're we're just i think we were at we were at yep. mileposts like 93. Yep. Uh, we are in Idaho. We were, we were not far um, from. Coming Florida. home. 
And I think, yeah, we were talking about like so that's, that's bull bars and deer whistles and things like had that. Had a very long day. And uh, we hadn't morning, seen a car. If I, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but we hadn't seen a like car for like two hours. 30 at night coming home. Yeah, it was like two hours. We were the only car on the road. And it's like, geez, man, like that makes it tough. When all of a sudden I see these headlights and I'm like, oh, shoot. Okay. Like there's other, you know, civilization alive. We're actually near something where people live and uh driving 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 as that car gets closer it is i was like kind of squinting because their lights were bright you know and you know kind of starting to squint and as i start to squint i'm like what is that no reaction time no reaction time in the slightest and uh it basically was well, it was a deer standing on the double yellow line in the middle of the highway. Now, I could have gone right and gone off the road into the ditch and come back onto the highway. That was, I guess, an option. I could have gone left and risked a head-on collision with the only other car on the road. Uh, so what did Jake decide to do instead? I decided to say, and these are my exact words, uh, this is not paraphrased, oh fuck. As I finished the uh, not not pleasant word, smacked the shit out of the deer, just the head. I literally Mike Tyson that shit. <laughs> I Mike Tyson that shit. Boom. Hit it. And I was like, oh fuck, like I just hit a deer, damn it. Well... I was going, yeah, 65. Now, did that Head deer on. go under the car? No. What it did, because I just hit it in the freaking schnoz, it freaking spun. I don't know if the oncoming car hit it or not, but it literally bounced. They had to have, because it bounced <laughs> down the freaking side of my Neck knee off. like two or three times. <laughs> because uh, one of the girls in the back seat was like, I felt that hit the door back here. They were like leaning against and the door sleeping. Miles. It destroyed it destroyed the door on the back. Uh there's a little like running board on this not a running board, but like a it basically was just a plastic piece that's for like style on the door. It like peeled the, half the of that off. It. And it was just flapping in the wind. But uh I was like, oh shoot, the car's still running, we're still going, it's good. It. The headlight was messed up. So I was like all right, next gas station, you know, we see. Oh, I'll, I'll have to stop and just see how bad the damage is. Get out of the door. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 10 miles, I was going to say, yeah. Yeah, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Neither, neither one of the vehicles, are, or the other people who hit the deer worse than we did, arguably, neither of us stopped. And we kept driving for like another probably five or ten miles before we saw a gas. I, it, it was a while. And I remember at the time because I shouted out 
the next mile marker we saw. Because I remember thinking that's important because I, I had witnessed one accident before. Yeah, I think it, I think it was 298, and then it ended up being 289. What I failed to remember yeah, is yeah. that I have okay. dysnumbria, which is like dyslexia, but for yeah. numbers. So, and it happens in, you know, especially periods of high stress, but periods where I'm tired or not paying as much yeah, attention. Yeah, it was like 10 be. miles. So Roll I up to called the gas out station. mile marker, you know, put like the car in 96. Uh, I think I got out. And it was really mile marker, I sh- like that's 69, right. That's something right. Something like that. It, like, I, I had remember. to like jam it into park because it wouldn't go into park. It would go into neutral. Yeah. That's what it was. You're right. That's exactly what it was. That's those were the numbers. Didn't I tell yeah. you like try to jam it in the park anyway, or something? God, that was because I was in neutral and, and, and we pulled drove the e-brake like at first and got ten, out like ten miles looked. after that. And then I was like, man, I gotta pull thing. over like off the road or something, you know, or off the main like drive-through area. Uh, basically, struggle. What did we even do? Struggle there was a cop the standing there. Yeah, because it wouldn't. It went in. Went into yeah. neutral and reverse, but then at park it yeah. got it got stuck before it went into park. And mu- mm-hmm. yeah, and muscles and glue over here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there was a cop there, and there was a, I think there was a tow truck there, and then there was yep, a third yep. random guy. So we go over, you you finally get it into park, and you kind of have to muscle it into park. And you get it into park, and we go over and we're like, we hit a deer back at mile marker like 280, 298, what do we do? And he's like, oh, okay, let me radio um, that in. Yep. And so he calls it in. And it turns out, so there's, there's, uh, let me, let me look it up. I'm, I'm almost positive. I know. So there's Boundary County and then there's Bonners County and Bonners Ferry is actually located in Boundary County, whereas Bonners County is directly above it. And they're right around that mile marker. You can look it up. And so we say mile marker 298 and he goes, oh, that's up in. Bonners County, and you have mm-hmm. to go up to the county seat or whatever it was yeah. right now to their sheriff's department <laughs> yeah. and file a police report. Yeah. And we're like, yeah, it's almost one o'clock in the morning now, and you're telling us we need to drive 20 miles up on a road that we literally just hit a deer on to go to the sheriff's department to file a claim. And he goes, yeah, unfortunately you do. They don't take phone claims. So mm-hmm. we go to go get mm-hmm. back in the car. I'll yeah, I think so. Uh, the award, the award here is. says twenty-seven. You try and put it in drive; it won't come out of park. It is yeah. fucked. It's completely stuck in park. We can't do anything. Terrible. So we're like, all right, we need a vehicle. My car, my brand new. I had just bought it. <laughs> brand new. I I bought a used twenty fourteen Honda. Accord Redneck. Tour. So a pretty Redneck nice vehicle. It was like 2016 or so when we did this, wasn't it? 2016, 2017? It was it was right around there. <laughs> okay, so there you go. 2017. 
So it was still a pretty new car, pretty nice. I was still making a lot of hefty payments. Like I was like, all right, I'll go into town. And so I have to get a ride at one o'clock in the morning from this random stranger who was overly friendly, very, very nice guy, redneck as fuck, just coming back from a bachelor party at like a freaking I don't even remember. It was a weird bachelor. He described it to me in detail on the drive back into town because we were still about 60 miles out of Port Lane. So at 12.30 in the morning, I get a ride into town. I drive back up to meet you guys at the gas station. I am bleary-eyed. I am just ready to because it's got to be 1.30 in the morning by then. I'm driving at what was possible because I'm like, I'm not hitting a deer in my brand new car with my brights on. I saw a dozen deer just on the side of the road. So I'm driving at 30 miles an hour. I have to drive 40 miles to get back to you guys. It takes me almost an hour and a half. I finally get back there and they're like, okay, we got to file this police report. So we're driving. Finally, pick you guys up. The girls are immediately asleep in the back seat. You and I are driving and we get up to mile marker 298 and we don't see this deer and we can't find this deer can't find it so we're finally like we call the sheriff's department we're like we can't find this deer anywhere. yeah and so we start driving back we turn around we find it of course i was dyslexic at mile marker 289 so again we call the sheriff's department back we say hey it's 289 right. they go oh that's not actually in bonners county that's in boundary county now you have to go to bonners ferry so we call a different sheriff's department. We we talk to them and they're like, oh, it's fine. You can just file a police report over the phone. And we're like, thank you. That's what we wanted to do this whole time. We didn't want to actually see anybody. So we file this police report all over the phone. And I mean, it's getting, because again, we're driving at like 10 miles an hour. Because I refuse to hit a deer. Like 10 miles an hour, it gets to be like, it's like three or four o'clock in the morning. Like it is late. We're finding, we're about 50 miles outside of Coeur d'Alene. I remember uh, my girlfriend at the time, Becky, gets in the front seat and you go in the back and you kind of fall asleep. <laughs> and I'm driving. And I remember at one point, Becky nods off. I don't have the music on because I don't want to wake anybody up. You know, it's like four in the morning. And I remember very distinctly waking up in the driver's seat doing about 40 because the sun had finally started to come up close to like 4 30 because that's what time it comes up in Coeur d'Alene I remember waking up doing about 40 miles an hour mm. and I kind of jolt awake and, and it wakes up Becky next to me and she goes you all right and I go no I am not okay I need you to stay awake with me right now because <laughs> I just woke up eight hours and that is the scariest feeling I have ever had. Uh, just waking up, doing 40, like, oh my God. I, don't, I hope I was only out for maybe a second or two. I have no idea. Anyway, I don't know if you know this finally, part, I remember we but, finally crashed but the next place. day, so yeah, the next day, so we're all I put an insurance claim like in. Five o'clock in the morning. Well, I tried to put an insurance claim in, and their we freaking website and app just happened to be down. To drive back this, to this Boise will remain the nameless. next day. No longer so a paying got customer of three there, hours of sleep. I think we their pushed app it to and like website just we got like happened to be hours. down. Like it was just like it was broken up on that very day. Another eight hours so after the night. My dad hell. comes over, 
and we call the tow truck company and say, hey, my Jeep is at this gas station. The fucker won't come out of park. Good luck cranking up onto your flatbed, right? Like, don't send just a regular. I was like, don't just send a regular tow truck. Send a flatbed because it's not going to roll. And uh, so they get a flatbed up there. So my dad and I drove back that next morning up to uh, up to Bonner's Ferry from Coeur d'Alene. Tell, like, tell them, hey, I'm the owner of this car. This is what happened. We need you to take it to – I think it was AAA. I think my dad had AAA. That's why he came with me. They go to drop it at the – not the Jeep dealership in Coeur d'Alene. Yeah, how are they going to pull it up? For some reason, they had to deal with that Jeep dealership or whatever. Well, they give me – I go to that Jeep dealership that, that next morning, and they're like, okay, here's a rental, you know. And it's basically the same Jeep I had at the time, and I still have actually. But uh, it's basically the same Jeep. And a week goes by, and I call them, and I'm like, hey, man, like nothing's happened with insurance. I haven't been reached out to by anybody what is what's the deal it's been a week and they're like yeah what what kind of car was it again and i told them and they were like we don't have one of those here and i was like you don't have one of those there are you you don't want to check again you don't want to check again i was like dude where's my car (laughs) uh no but he goes uh we don't have any report of that car being dropped off here or anything and i'm like that's stupendous thank you for your help click um (laughs) come to find out it was at that same company's dealership but in downtown spokane so my dad and i drove downtown to that dealership hey is there (laughs) and this was like I think my rental lasted a month and this was like 27 days into me having a rental. And I was like, okay, so my rental runs out in four days. Like, where's my car? We found out it was in downtown Spokane. My dad and I drive down there and they were like, oh yeah, we've had your car done for like two weeks. And I was like, are you shitting me? Yeah, I was like, you didn't call, you didn't even send a freaking carrier pigeon or anything in two weeks, it would have got to my house. Yeah, I was like, what the, <laughs> okay, whatever. Anyway, yeah. got that all settled. It finally ended up working out in the end. And to yeah. this day, I still drive that same Jeep. I still have the Jeep that I, Mike Tyson to deer with. So I guess you could say it's like, yeah, you could say it's like a Cinderella story. The glass slipper still fits. So, it's been a jumbled mess. That was one of the worst nights of my entire life. Seriously, at least send a telegraph, something. Yeah. You Mike Tyson that. It still fits to this day. Shout out. It was, yeah, very much the night from hell. And I, I agree. That was, I that think, was I think we calculated it in like 72 hour point, window. The we were up for like life. 60 Honestly, of the 72 that. hours. It was just trying to figure shit out. 
one of the better days of my life. I would say that's probably in the top 20 of days that I've had. You know, we did that adventure race. We drank. We ate. We had fun. It was all fun. Yeah, if it wasn't talking to the rental car company, it was trying to talk to the dealership, or it was trying to talk to Boundary County Sheriff's Department, or the tow truck company at AAA, or whatever. Yeah, it was like, we were up for like 60 out of 72 hours or something. It was nuts. So, hey man, we, were up. we just, yeah, you, yeah. you guys, we just told a freaking 30 you, minute story about it. So it must, hindsight being 2020, it was pretty memorable. Trying to get your freaking, you know, car yeah. somewhere. Yeah, at some point. It. So, well, I think that's all of the shitty situations uh, I can handle for one day. Oh. Yeah, that was so miserable. it's been a lifetime worth of shitty situations. I'd do it again though. In a oh heartbeat. man, you oh man, just many more to come. That's what I'm hoping. Tomorrow. So, do you have any? Uh, yeah, do you have any lasting words for our audience this week? We must have had fun at some point. Yeah. I can't. I can't. That's too many. Too many shitty situations for one day. Happened over a lifetime. So. Yeah. <laughs> so far. Hopefully less. Hopefully less. That's true. You know, I don't think so. I four? think uh, yeah, you know. If there's one thing I can say, like it's that. that most of the shitty situations we described uh, had to yeah. do with yeah. uh, some kind of transportation, be it a car or a truck or even a jet ski. So cars, that's kind of what it comes down to. Or being on somebody young with those expensive, fancy modes of transportation suck <laughs> because we were that's young. True. All right, guys, I guess that's it, man. That's it for episode nine of The Bullshitters. Thanks for tuning in. Those were some of our shitty situations, man. Hopefully you guys don't find yourself in any, any shitty situations this weekend. Have a good weekend. Enjoy the days 